Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 59 of the Ventures podcast. You know, there's been a number of themes on this show, but one of them has been the Web 2.0 to Web 3.0 transition. And Web 2.0 is really the, the, the centralization of data and the social media and the commerce and the interacting with people online in, in siloed data, like Facebook, Twitter, etc. And that has resulted in Netflix, Netflix published a documentary called The Social Dilemma that highlighted this well. It has resulted in algorithms that have trained us to be inflamed at one another, to be depressed, to be reactionary, to click on extremely, if not straight up false, extremely inflammatory articles one way or another. And, and, and the list goes on and on. In fact, it has gone all the way to affecting our privacy as, as human beings in terms of the data and where our data sits and how that data can get hacked, et cetera, et cetera. So the promise of Web 3.0 is that we would own our data. It would be permissioned appropriately to the brands that we trust. It would sit on these blockchains that are unhackable and or essentially unhackable. And, and we'd have a lot more trust in the, the consensus algorithms, the, uh, the mathematics that are securing these blockchains. And brands would have to interact and move data around in a, in a very different way, in a, a very different paradigm. And so in this episode, I actually pull a clip with my friend Joel Ferris from episode 24, at the very end, where we talk about what needs to happen in terms of the transition to Web 2 to Web 3. How can we leverage technology to bring about good in humanity? And Joel posits a very, very interesting uh, thesis that we all need to consider more carefully, which is dataism is a potentially a problem and dataism is essentially the 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 worship of data the more and more algorithms controlling what we do and i you know to a certain degree i think it's good from following uh navigation for traffic for optimizing our health for doing all sorts of things with data that could potentially be be be, be tilted toward good um but the problem is that if we rely too much on data, how are we, as from a philosophical perspective, what are we doing with that data? What are we coming up with new algorithms? So Joel, Joel posits this idea called dream thinking, that we should be more imaginative to come up with new stories and, and new ways of thinking about innovation for the, for the good of humanity. So uh, I really enjoyed this clip. I'm glad to be able to share it with you. If you're listening, you can also watch by visiting wclittle.com. There I'll post the links to the things that we talk about in this clip. And if you're watching, you can also listen anywhere that you get your podcasts. You can just search for Ventures. So with that, please enjoy this clip from episode 24 with Joel Ferris. In my mind, it comes back to, can we as technologists and, and innovators and entrepreneurs figure out a way to pull to to incentivize the best parts of humanity to arise to 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 be in the social spheres to interact with each other online and allow that collective creativity and positivity and optimism to spread or right it's going to be a balance because obviously we're going to hopefully have we're going to have whether we like it or not, we're going to have a little bit of both. But or are we going to create a future that's going to bring out the worst in humanity, 
right? I think that was the, that was the collective gasp from the Web2 era was like, uh-oh, we're creating the Fortrans of the world. And even when Web3, when Bitcoin first came out, the scare, the, the, the scare was like dark web meets digital, meets cryptocurrencies is going right. to be even yeah. more bad things. Yeah. Um, so in my mind, the, the final thought, the call to action to entrepreneurs is, is we're building new technologies and new products and services. How are we incentivizing our customer base and the people using our applications to be good? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to be well, helpful for us. For yeah. everyone, what, any any final thoughts for you yeah. to, to the to the audiences uh, yeah. listening in here? Yeah, I I have some really strong convictions about this, and I, I think that one of the things that leads to really hyper destructive technologies is an unrelenting focus on optimization and monetization. Uh, the economic pure economic lens on generating a return. And uh, I think is really the primary thing. And, I, and, and, and it's not just the economic lens. It really is a data issue. I think that the over-indexing on uh, data optimization is, is ultimately what, what leads to a lot of destructive technology. Now, let me unpack this a little bit. I think, here's what I think needs to happen. I think that we are in a, an era that um, we have a choice. There's a fork in the road here. We continue, we can continue on one path to go down the road of dataism and uh, really just go all in, cash all our chips on empirical evidence, right? And allow, allow dataism and, and our empiricism to really drive derivative product development and, and social evolution. The other path is uh, imagination. And I think we need, hmm. um, we need to really reconsider our commitment to dataism. I think that dataism has completely atrophied our corporate and social imagination. We're so committed to the empirical. We're so committed to the prove it, right? Especially in the technology world. That unless you can prove an idea, unless you can say this makes money, then it's not worth anything. It's not worth pursuing. And I think we need to create more space to pursue more things that are less empirical. But before we even do that, we need to loosen our grip on dataism and empiricism and create some more space for what I've been calling dream thinking. We need to <laughs> encourage and really support the imaginative exploration of utopian futures because systems change is always an emergent property of a stories change. We need to tell new stories. We need to explore new stories of what's possible. We need to, we need to cultivate a faith in the possibility of the impossible. Hmm. Uh, we need to provoke uh, dreaming and 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 utopian utopianism and i think you know a lot of those things uh and, and utopian thinking can you know has a bad rap but i think we've lost sight of it um we've become so saturated with a, with with data um 
we've lost our ability to go beyond the feasible, right? We need to, and that's where we need to start. I think we need to uh, unshackle ourselves from feasibility and viability and, and just dream for a while and practice dream thinking and embrace those functional fictions and, and, uh, and, and engage with each other and sharing these narratives and these stories. Let's tell a new story first about the future we want to create and then go build the things. Right. Um, so I think, I think that's what we need more than ever. Um, so I like it, Joel, we will put links to everything we just talked about or as much as possible in, into our, into our show notes. And the, the, I think the call to action for us as investors, entrepreneurs, creators, thinkers, designers, um, is, is, is a grand one. And I think those listening and watching to this have been at least at the, at the very least a glimpse into the ways that you and I are thinking about this and the ways that others are, are, are potentially getting, getting the word out here. All right, a couple quick things before you go. Number one, I have a general newsletter where I write about technology and startups and health science and teaching people to code. And I write about a variety of different subjects that we talk about on this show. So if you go to wclittle.com, there you'll be able to subscribe. And you'll also be able to subscribe to particular topics. If you're just interested in one or a few of them, you'll be notified right when I publish new content in those areas. Number two, my partners and I at Proto Ventures have a portfolio company called Startup Rocket. If you go to startuprocket.com, there you'll be able to receive coaching guides and customize an operations framework for you and your team and your advisors to be on the same page in terms of what is the appropriate next step for you and your entrepreneurial journey. And finally, if you wouldn't mind leaving a review anywhere that you have listened to this podcast or watched this podcast, it'd be super helpful to help those who might be interested in consuming this content as well. Thank you.